Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to After Buzz TV. This is The Hundred, Season 3, Episode 2, Juanita, Part 2. Part 2. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just letting you guys know. I'm a big fan. Is this, the, uh, is this like the the instrumental? This is, this is like. This is like this is hey, like, don't, don't hate on my jam right now. It's jam. like a million year long intro. So this is the long intro. We didn't start on the chorus like we thought. Hey, it's okay. We can do it ourselves. Baby, come back. Yeah. That's Welcome right. back to After Buzz TV. Ooh, yeah. And joining me today, we have Alexis Torres. Hey, everybody. You can find me all over social media at atorres890. And Mr. Ben Davis. I'm here, guys. Uh, I wish that I really like it. Felt like you were going to transition to me right when the first baby come back happened. And I was just going to have to sing it as my intro, <laughs> but I was off a little bit. So I'm Ben Bateman. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. Baby, come back. Yes, what? yes, yes, yes. You are. Ben Bateman's back. Ben Bateman Media. Twitter, Instagram, and guys, we have a new, we have a new panel. Oh, yeah, Woo! brand new panelist of the room. Give it up for Aaron Lane. It's gonna happen. Hello, I'm Erin Lane. You can find me on Instagram at always eat your cake, and you should always eat your cake. And on Twitter at love Erin Lane. Oh is my there God, a is story there cake? behind the cake? Thing? Is there cake? Everybody asks me that. I don't have a good story for it. It's my vlog because I really like cake. Food. <laughs> Do you eat a lot of cake? I'm, oh, okay, this is the worst part. Is I'm um, allergic to cake. So what? what? Do you like gluten free cake mean, or something? Yeah, I mean gluten free cake is terrible, but I do it. Yeah, I right. mean, no, you, gotta you have cake. to always eat your cake. Yeah, yeah. right. Right, okay. It's, it's worth it, even if you're allergic, you know? <laughs> I need to come up with, like, a better tagline. Mine's like, I can't have cake, but you should. Right. Ooh, no, I'm, I'm a oh, fan. Good. I good. like that. It's working. Yeah. Also, because I love cake. On the subject of uh, cake, guys, uh, there's this there's this bakery by my other, my other job that uh, makes really great cake. And uh, I've just been going after work every day and just sitting at their little table by myself. Uh -huh. Just eating cake. And eating a slice of cake. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. This is not something I'm, I used to be. I'm like usually a real fitness guy. Like I stick to a diet. And right now, I'm just eating a lot of cake. I had a slice like of it. cake this afternoon hey. and I had one yesterday also. Welcome to my life. Yeah. That is the no, life like, that I lead. I ate enough cake for both of us. So we know what's going to happen when Ben shows up wearing like big sweaters and sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody hit up that cake. It's getting bad. It's right. getting bad already, cake, honestly. Cake, cake, um, cake. You know who is being really indulgent like one would be on cake? Who? Jaha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that in there because I was going to say something about yeah. it. Also, before we continue, the chat says welcome. 
to our crazy little family. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for yeah. being so super supportive and everything. I like it. Seriously. I like it. Uh, so, cake, as cake, far as cake, we know, cake, as cake, at this cake. moment, the cake is a lie, everyone. That's what I was going to say. That's what you need to change your... That needs that's, to be, no, I think, The cake I think, is a lie. I think, I think <laughs> this cards are on one side going to say Aaron Lane, on the other side they'll just say... The cake is alive. I think that's great. I yeah. think, I think Portal great. might have a problem with that, though, but I think you should do it. Yeah. Um, we digress, guys. Yes. Sorry. Um, Talking about the 100. The 100. So, uh, yes, uh, we've had some really interesting scenes with Murphy and Jahan and, and the whole idea of the City of Light, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we've introduced a couple uh, of extra people that are pretty much bounty hunters. We have Emery and her friend. Uh, and... I, I just it blows my mind that like that this whole concept exists and it's such a mystery to me what the city of light is because is it is it a projection is it a an actual like place that exists uh that basically uh Ali is projecting into their their consciousness so it's it's basically a map that she's using but they see themselves being there right. already, or is it an act? Is it magic? Is it magic, everyone? Uh, no, it's not magic. Not magic. <laughs> um, I think yeah. that I think that it's it's like you you take like this little chip, whatever the pill thing is, yes. yeah, like digital pill. Blue pill. You get some sort of like nano smart blood type of thing <laughs> that goes on, where you you know what I mean, where you connect to the digital projection that's going on. Yeah. Um, I really like... Okay, so two things. So so Rothenberg are in an interview this week then that he was talking about. Uh, he's really using just like the scenes at the beginning of the season sparingly to give you Jaha and Murphy's story. Yeah. He's not going to overdo it. And he hasn't overdone it. Like maybe 10 minutes screen time tops. But by mid-season, he'll start to increase it and then it's going to explode in like its own story and it's really going to hit everything in the mouth. Which is good because it, it's not that interesting yet. But at this rate, the amount that we're getting, it's more interesting to me. Like I think, right. I, I think it's developing it and I like that. Um I also yeah. like that we called last season, like, as Jaha was losing a little bit, that he's going to be the villain. And he totally is. He's totally going to be the villain, even if he's misled. Yeah. Like, he's a great villain. He makes a really, really good villain because he's crazy. He is. Yeah. And he buys into stuff 100% every single every time. Every time. It's I like, just, I'm glad that you brought that up. No thought process there. He's like, yeah, great, okay, this will be my thing now. He just, <laughs> every time, it's if there's something, he's the one that just goes all in on the crazy train. Right, yeah, completely. He's like, oh, he feels like, he feels like he should like come up to you and just be like, John, I have, I have a product you need to be buying. And if you get five of your friends to sell the product also, and they get five of their friends. So what is he, the, we'll like be, the pyramid scheme? Yeah, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, like oh that's God. what it feels like he should be talking about. Like, like, uh, what's the, what are those, what's the famous one? The, the famous pyramid scheme? The most famous one? Ponzi? Uh, no, Ponzi's like a type, but like the brand, right. or you sell the, the hell is Amway. Uh, yeah, Amway. 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 Feels yeah. like he should be selling Amway. See, That's what it should be. Say, I was going to say Cutco for all you San Fernando Valley kids yeah, out there. Cutco, yeah, right. Cutco. Those knives are great. I have yeah. so many of them. <laughs> too. Yeah, everybody has them. That's why they can't sell any more knives. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> I, I just like that he's nuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's definitely a character who wants to be a part of something bigger than himself. Right. And so, like, he's always looking for something to fill that void. And he always feels like he has to be the leader of something. Yeah. I never yeah. thought of it that way. We've yeah. also been missing the, the Jaha slightly related to Samuel L. Jackson impressions that we did last season. Oh, my Remember? God. Those are great. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped well, doing that, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm still my saying man. my man every <laughs> single time so I see this man's face. 
And anytime we're just walking around, we could just be getting pancakes. And then, my man, my why man. we're eating pancakes, Alexis? What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. men eat pancakes, yeah. and Alexis eats pancakes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's because he's he's his character, like his whole demeanor has changed. Yeah, he was he was always uh, pretty stoic. But he's become more of like a Buddhist monk type character. Yeah. Whereas before yeah. he he had like a drive about him because he was always trying to like save his people. So he was a little more manic. Right. Uh, okay. But now he's kind of flipped the scale and become like that that charismatic uh, cult leader that you usually see in most shows and cults. Right, and it's great too because like just like so many of the conventions that they showed us in the first season of the show, his like noble leader who's kind of an altruist that turned out to have more going on is completely voided now by the smart writing of the show like he's a way more interesting character than that and and yeah. like that cliche character that he started out mm-hmm. did not turn out to be that character whatsoever yeah, I, I really awesome. like this kind of like evolution. He's still super creepy, and yeah. I, I've, he never seems trustworthy at all because he just kind of What's that goatee. And it's it it really it's well, light. It's well groomed. Yeah, these small goatee. Yeah, and he. He just always seemed really creepy to me, and, like, there was something else going on under there, and this role, to me, is really fitting for him, this kind of, like, reserved, but I'm going to begin to gather my fellow cult followers kind of thing, you know, feeding them the chips. I I really like him in this because it, it kind of resonates even more than when he was all aggressive and... Do we think that like okay so like let's just pretend you're you're at a bar Jaha walks up to you and he starts like talking to you and spitting game but he's like his normal Jaha self right the way he acts so like do if you're into him if you think he's really hot he's creepy but you're into him because that's how it is if somebody comes off really strong and really but if you don't think he's sweet then he's a stalker right Let's <laughs> yeah. go on a tangent. Nobody agrees with me. <laughs> no, 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 I, mean, no, 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 I, no. I was, yeah, I was right. trying to process yeah. that, all that information. Yeah. I was also it's thinking of Isaiah watching it coming up to me and be like, he want a drink? That's and I'm true. like, yeah. Right? <laughs> what? Because, you know, he'd walk up to you and he'd, see, he'd be like, I believe you should drink this drink. It's the best drink in the bar. It's the only drink yeah. for you. And you'd be I, like, yeah. what if you thought he was really hot? You'd be like, I trust you. If not, you'd be like, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, there's He's going to follow me home to my apartment. Yeah. Maybe talk to me about. Camp uh, Jaha, I don't know. Anyway. Or the City of Light, sorry. <laughs> um, there was something that stood out to me in these uh, collections of scenes, and it was how broken up Murphy was about the mutant dying. Yeah. Mutant, uh, Murphy's a renowned murderer. Yeah. We know this. He cares little renowned. about human life. Yeah. Uh, so it surprised me how broken up he is about basically breaking rules and killing people and all that stuff. I mean, do we feel like his his character has earned this development? Mm, I'm not going to say that he earned it because that's kind of that's kind of weird to think about. But like, not in a bad way. Just like yeah. it's kind of weird to put that into perspective. But I feel like he's had a, a lot of alone time. I think, and I I just feel like he's still trying to figure out himself right. after all that craziness that happened of him being what was it 82 weeks. Or something uh, like that. Or 82 days. days. Sorry, 82 yeah. days. 82 weeks. Jeez. <laughs> right. um, 82 days of being in that in that bunker by himself. So I feel like he's just trying to get back into the groove of being around people. Yeah. So I don't know. I just It didn't seem too out of character, but at the same time, I didn't notice it like you did. Okay. I kind of just saw it as, oh, yeah, he's back in the real world, and he's kind of getting used to that again. Okay. I'll so. bet you Jaha's going to say four score and two days ago. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no? Yeah. Right? No. no. Okay, I liked it. <laughs> Another yeah, yeah, news, yeah. the cake is a totally. lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so okay, so I, I, I'm with you. I think it's, I think Murphy's grown up a little bit. Uh, why'd he give the backpack back? Like, I get that he got the girl back, but then just, just like, toss it somewhere that isn't like on their side. 
toss it into the ocean where they can't get it because you know he's clearly fucking evil. Like he's clearly like it's not nothing good is coming. This this guy just got seduced by a microchip. Get on the boat and run away. But throw the backpack not where they can get it out of the water. I don't think again. I think Murphy is still trying to get used to being around human beings and not being in a room I just feel like he's just not all there yet so his decisions are either way too rash or his emotions are all over the place I think he's just he's having a hard time adjusting right I think and also just the fact of just people around him are either he he already can't trust them or they're just turning into these weird cult zombies so Mm. there's that too I mean that's this is me just spitballing here I mean I think that he meant to do something with the backpack like he's not trying to just give it back but when he tossed it in he just didn't put it very far away but it's interesting that he like you said is so weird about these things that before he probably wouldn't have cared about but obviously he sees a greater evil in this and I think for him maybe it's some weird line in the sand that we didn't know he had mm-hmm. right yeah <clears throat> but that, to, oh no go ahead I was just gonna say I mean that was just like a pretty gnarly scene like it definitely like uh, just like the throat cut I was also kind of weirded out by the by the dude uh, what's his name we had his name last week it was not Solomon it was uh, um, are you uh, talking about the mutant or are you talking yeah, about uh, I forget we had his name last week but I'm anyway call him Morty he kept getting hit. Morty. no he has he no, has, a, makes him too lovable. He has they, a real name yeah, yeah they gave him a name but uh they just kept hitting him in the head, and he was, like, not responding, and then he got his throat. I don't know. It was just well, kind I mean, of a disturbing scene a little bit. Well, that's also the thing is about, especially with cults, is that they, they do these terrible things to each other, and sometimes they just they do it with, with, like, a smile on their face, and they don't feel pain. So they just, they believe, it's like, believing the cake is a lie so hard that right. you can just, it's it's there, you know? Right, and, like, yeah, but nobody feels pain in the City of Light, we find out. But I also yeah. like the fact that when you do see them in the City of Light, there's no... Everything looks great. And, right, yeah, and like his, they're all cleaned his, up. Yeah, his yeah. mutation's not right. there. Same thing with the guy with the scarf. Like, his face was all warped and also had some cuts and bruises and scars. All gone. Well, that's Clean. probably going to be part of how they get people to come in, because all these people have scars and mutations and something wrong with them. So having that as part of the appeal of, you come in and you're bloomish-free and you're perfect now, yeah. and you don't feel pain and you're fine... Right. I if mean, we, if we ever do, if we ever do like dress up again for the characters, I'm gonna just go see a makeup artist and just get like giant growths on my head. <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come completely normal. But it'd be even funnier if I did it on the wrong week, and then I just showed up like giant growths on my face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Guys, yes, I'm here yes, for yes, action yes. movie anatomy. <laughs> mm, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I don't know who you are. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. but what do you guys think? Because um, a lot of people are talking about it in the chat. What do you guys think? Ali's um, main goal is right now are the AI. That's a, it's really <clears throat> tricky because she obviously she doesn't have feelings. She doesn't have like a real thought process of anything. Mm. She just has some sort of programming to get to the root cause of the fall of humanity. And to her, it was too many people, which is interesting because that's probably not what I would have thought if someone said, "What's the root cause of the disaster that's going on right now?" So for her now, I think she's just trying to build this perfect society. But it's you know from an algorithm standpoint, mm-hmm. it's not from a a real human empathetic feeling standpoint. Yeah. I would say that she's, uh, if I were to compare her to anything, I would say she's closest to a virus. Yeah. Like, specifically Mm -hmm. the viruses that will uh, control its victim to spread itself um, from one host to another. Okay. Like, for example, there are viruses that will essentially take control of a rat to be eaten by a cat so can, uh, like... uh, essentially infest the cat. So trying to find a bigger host, pretty much. So get to the little ones first, and then eventually go there. Okay. So I I think it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It's definitely the type of situation that, like like Jason said, it's going to set up 
a very cool dynamic in the season later on because I think if you get this plot brewing and like something really nefarious does start to happen where she's taken over enough people and there's enough power coming that's like it's a whole other villain that starts to just hit the show from a completely different sci-fi angle as opposed to like the post-apocalyptic angle but then like I think that's really really cool like yeah. maybe, what if yeah, Murphy like has to like take the pill so he can like defeat them in their own yeah, matrix all their own world. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's yeah. what I'm kind of curious about is <laughs> really how does that work because you see them when they're in the city of the light and they're just sitting there meditating basically so isn't that putting them in kind of a vulnerable position you know you're just sitting on your knees meditating can't someone come and just well that's the thing is I really don't think our our mutant friend is is he's dead in the physical world but he's alive in the virtual I think that's what's happening yeah so So, I I think that's what's going on so it doesn't even matter if you do die in the real world I'm just wondering how that's preserved is it preserved you know just a portion of what you were before or are you there in full consciousness um I think that it's in the same way that the AI is a copy of its creator. I think that essentially once you are integrated, it takes uh, like a scan or a, a, the sum of what you once were mm-hmm. and then ingests it into this uh, mainframe. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, there's an episode with, there's a, it's, I forget the name of the Tamler technology. Either. It's the yeah. something matrix, yeah. um, where essentially it downloads people's personalities and their minds right before they die, and it can essentially resurrect them because they're stored in that matrix. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so true story. Um, I'm going to make this quick <laughs> I as I died. <laughs> I died. I have a copy. <laughs> I'll make this as quick as I can, just yeah. because this is a bizarre thing that happened to me last year, and it still blows my mind. So when I was a kid, we had these VHS tapes, and there was a like a trailer for this movie that I saw once when I was a kid, right? And in the trailer, all I remembered was like this kid, his neighbor is like a virtual reality professor. Mm. He ends up having to like fight him in virtual reality with a sword or something. I never saw the movie. <laughs> years later, last year, like the image of this trailer pops into my head and I realize that it's been like 17 years or something since I saw the trailer. Can't remember what it is. End up like Google searching for an entire day, come across the fact that it was in fact Lawnmower Man 2. Oh <laughs> my god. Job's War, which is the name of the movie. And I found the trailer and it was it's exactly that. Like he's a he's a vegetable and mm-hmm. they've stored his but they've kept his brain alive, but he taps into some sort of virtual reality thing and he has to fight against this kid who's a former student of his who also gets like into virtual reality and they fight with sweet swords. Nice. And, yeah. Anyway, what? the point is yeah, Lawnmower <laughs> Man two. It's a real thing. <laughs> but the thing is I love old school like simulations of virtual reality like 80s 90s when yeah. it was like such like a crazy idea like we'll fight in our minds but like <laughs> and like now we watch this on a show and it's just like completely like does not even begin to blow our mind like the, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's normal yeah it's yeah, totally it's, it's like a night it's like yeah. a Nintendo virtual boy or something like that yeah anyway it's true um, uh, the library it looks like maybe yeah, yeah um, alright so I feel like we've covered the city of light yeah, yeah I know <laughs> And I really, I'm really anxious to talk about Clark a bit. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Because I like her a lot. Yeah, she's uh, great. And I think that she, her scenes with uh, Prince Rowan, who we, uh, who I had been calling Bounty Hunter up until now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were really cool. I liked this, I like this new character. I like how badass he is. Very cool. Uh, and I feel like at some point they're going to be friends or comrades or something in that regard. Um, did you guys see the Lexa thing coming up? 100%. Yes. yes. Completely. <laughs> I think all of us Completely. were sitting there watching it and being like, I was like, okay, so, so you can show her now. We get in. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Well, I mean, what did you guys think about his motivation for taking her in? Well, it's really clear the whole time that he wasn't with Ice Nation. I mean, he yeah. was hiding the entire time. Yeah. But they, I don't know, they had some kind of weird moments. So at first I thought it was a little more of a personal motivation in like a relationshipy kind of way or something. I don't know. But then, you know, he does come across a little selfish in certain instances. But they had some bonding moments throughout this process in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. A little bit of like We're captor not- Stockholm syndrome thing. Um, uh, my thing, my only complaint with, with Rowan was that, um, though he's a little less jacked than Ricky Will, still in great shape and, <laughs> and looks really cool. Yeah. Um, I sort of feel like the one scene where he takes on the Ice Nation dudes, they had a better opportunity there than they, than they took advantage of. Like, you know how there's those scenes sometimes where, like, a really badass character takes on five people at once? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's done in this swift, like, super fast, and then, like, everyone's on the ground, like, the swords and the guy. Like that scene in Last Samurai, when he gets yeah. cornered, and he right. takes on yeah. everybody. Yeah. Which, by the way, they shot in one take, which is amazing. He actually executed the whole scene. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I felt like that's what I wanted from that scene. But instead, we got this thing where it's, like, a couple slow-mo slashes and then the arrow. And I was like... I mean, he's really cool, and like, yeah. not that he wasn't badass. It's like I just felt like it could have been done better. That was all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I didn't know what you mean. I was, kind of, I actually was kind of waiting for that when that was happening. Yeah, like some really awesome, sweet ninja moves. And the only part I really liked about it is at the end when he just throws the bow down. Yeah, like, yeah. It makes that noise. Doesn't need it. it. Yeah. It wasn't like I mean he took them all out in a couple hits, so he did exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, I just didn't like need the slow mo. I kind of wanted it to be like a more choreographed. That's what I was talking about. I was like, yeah. what's happening? In the first two seasons, we didn't have this slow mo weird fight scene thing, and then the since the first episode when we had uh, Lincoln and Bellamy sparring, and there was that weird slow mo. I was like, what's going on? But I was like, well, this is yeah. season three. We yeah. have to step it up. <laughs> Though I think that like a like a hyper stylized fighting style would be really out of place, especially since this show is so ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, oh, See, how dare you? How dare you? Just kidding. Well, that's my time, guys. <laughs> I'm leaving. Here we go. So, I get that. I, I think that they're trying to strike a balance between having it being realistic mm-hmm. and also having it be more fancy than they have. You know, because I think that in earlier seasons, when we had fight scenes, it was those like, Blur fight scene, yeah, so yeah. it's like things yeah. are happening. Uh, the frame rate's different, you know. And frame rate's different. Change the mean, frame rate. Don't do it. Because it's like it, they'll like speed and slow down intermittently, so all you see is like the the motion blur. I just see like some like director in the back. I mean, not like our director because he's awesome, but like just a random director to be like, just change the frame rate. It's like, oh, all right, <laughs> it's so weird. Twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking to your your question about his motivation, um, it was you who asked about the motivation, yeah. right? Um, it's it's the same motivation that Jorah has uh, to win back the love of of the North in uh, what's it Game called? of Thrones? Yeah. Game of Thrones, yeah. that, the whole, you know that show. Yeah, raise right? my that honor and all that. that. Show. Um, who, by the way, he's my favorite character to impersonate, but we oh. won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but um, like, so I, you know, so from that point of view, I get it, and. Uh, you know, you could tell by how cool and handsome he was that he was going to be a relevant character. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. he would have worn a mask, probably. Yeah. Um, can we just talk for a second? Like, as far as, like, handsome guy, where does okay. he rank on the show, do we think? Like, if, if, if our options are, are Bellamy, uh, uh, Ricky Whittle, uh, we have this new guy. We have... Who, who are we forgetting? Uh, I, I, uh, I mean, we have Kane. We have... Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, mm, I do love some Kane. I feel like... like J- the- Kane, Jaha, Jasper, Monty, like, do they really compete? Like, the other three are clearly heartthrobs, right? Clearly. Right. But I feel like they are all different 
uh, handsomes. See, like, are. one's rugged, one is, like, the jacked kind of, like, yeah, right. oh, man, six-pack abs. Uh-huh. And then the other one is, like, boyish charm. Right. So... Wow, look at you. What's I'm really, really good at out them. Yeah. I liked that. Sexiness of various men. That was amazing. See, yeah, I'm weird. I mean, as much as I love Ricky Whittle, you're an amazing person. You're my best friend of all time. <laughs> I'm actually not into, like, super jacked, jacked dude. dudes. Yeah. I like See, someone I can actually cuddle with and I won't so, feel bone and yeah, muscle. I'm usually like that, too. I'm like, I like gangly, skinny, but Ricky Whittle is a beautiful, beautiful He's man. He's a beautiful and man. And I can't get past that in the show. Like, I look at him in certain scenes and that's all that I right, see. Is, right, I'm right. like, oh, I see you for your body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ricky. <laughs> sorry. Um, but, I don't know. Prince Rowan is Ooh, obviously man, put in there to be super yeah. sexy. I think that I Prince mean, Rowan might be the most handsome character on the show. Well, mine was Finn, but he's gone now, so <laughs> oh, whatever. He got name-checked, though. He did. He, he always gets name-checked <laughs> at least, at least like a few episodes in, but no, I think I, I would love to to have me some Kane. That'd be great. You like Kane? I, I know. I love, I love favorite. that actor. That yeah. makes me great. so incredibly Kane. happy that that is your favorite. I, like I don't Kane. know what it is. Henry just has it. Anytime he's he says great. a word, I'm just like, <laughs> he's got like oh, a stubble and he's yeah. all like authoritative. I love the beard. Yeah. Just, just squee. All right, let's, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. Clark. Sorry. Anyway, do we have more to say on Rowan? Actually, sorry. What? Do we have more to say on Rowan before we move on to Clark? Um, nope. I was just about to jump and. Talk about Clark and Lexan. What exactly she wants to do with Clark? Like she she wants her by her side, even though she's betrayed her. I don't understand already. what's happening, guys. Alexa it frustrates me so much because I had moments last season. I'm like, yes, okay, this is this is good. We we're all friends here. And then she had that moment with Clark that Clark kind of turned her down. And after that, everything went downhill, and it's gotten yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's been it's been real weird. Not, it's even yeah. weirder having done the Fear the Walking Dead after show and seen her as like a sixteen year old girl, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. trying to watch this show and like see. It, it took me a second. I think she's pretty great though, and I think yeah. the range to do both characters is pretty great. Um, Clark, this episode, I really believe that she is the commander of death. Like I, I'm, I'm buying into it. Like I, I've found myself this episode finally just being like. Yeah, like they did a great job with this character over the course of two seasons and then and now into this third season. Like it's she just feels really awesome. Like she doesn't she feels like a kid who went through all this stuff and actually killed a ton of people and can't deal with it and she's just like ferocious. Like she is the commander of death. Yeah. But I do have to say the final scene when she's yelling, I didn't buy it. Oh really? my gosh. I, I love really? it. I just I thought it was screaming great. and kicking. Oh no no no! That, that not part, that yeah. part. I meant the spitting. That was my oh, favorite part. Oh, the spitting was that great. Was great. Spitting was a good. Movie. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love that actress. I think she's amazing. I thought the screams were a little weak. Just just yeah, a tiny right? bit. But it was also, I think, the scripting that would be really hard to pull off in any you know convincing way. Yeah, yeah. the editing too. Uh, like. Yeah, yeah, that too. I didn't like that she was screaming, but all you saw was her feet and kind yeah. of her like moving around. I mean, again, I'm not. We're not hating on her. It's just that that moment should have been more epic for right. me. It, like I should have got goosebumps from. It that. reminded me when she's yelling he wanted the commander of death it's the same thing as when Wyatt Earp is yelling in Tombstone and he's oh like God. and he's like <laughs> oh and God. he's like and he's like you called down the thunder well now you got it like that whole thing <laughs> that's what I was yeah, thinking of yeah that was awesome in yeah. Tombstone yeah that's great uh, in Tombstone I think that the main issue with it that at least the issue that I had was that it felt like it was made just for a trailer 
Uh, yeah, completely. So, yeah. So it yep. didn't feel like it was justified. Like she spit in the face, and you're like, okay, cool. But it's it, it doesn't seem like Clark's character to to take on that persona to be like, this is who I am. I'm the, the commander of death because she's so adverse to that whole thing. Like even earlier in this episode, yeah, she was she saying said. that that's not who she is. Yeah. So for her to just. 180, all because she saw Lexa seemed out of character. Like, yeah. I almost feel like it would have been more effective if she had spit at her, and then there was a moment, and then she looked at her and said something like, you wanted the commander of death, now you got it. Like, yeah. yeah. When this is over, I'm gonna kill you. Or yeah, like that. I agree. It didn't, have to hurt, it didn't have to be her screaming the whole time, especially with the grunts after. I think that's what ruined it. But also, it didn't, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't help that we had closed captioning on, and all we just saw was like, a a a a a h h h h h exclamation and just like a screen of that for a few, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't yeah. think that was no. And everybody in the help. chat, everybody in the chat agrees that that they felt like it was a little much. Some people thought it it made her look really weak instead of her looking very strong. I agree. That's part of what I was thinking. It makes her, she, you know, she gives a strong statement. Okay, you've got the commander of death, whether it's fake or real, whatever. And then she just goes into like freaking out and throwing a fit, which yeah. kind of counteracts what she just said. Right. But she, they're also the two of them. There's real chemistry there. So like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I was, so. I thought they were gonna kiss, and then I would have been like, that would have ruined everything. <laughs> I thought they were going to kiss on so many occasions throughout yeah. the show. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. now just immune to that. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I was just sitting there going, she's not gonna do that at all. Thank God. When she put, the, when she took, yeah. uh, the, the towel out of her or t-shirt out of her. Do you mouth. think Clark has like pretty confused feelings towards Lex? Do you think she loves? Oh, totally. Do you think she loves her? But also, and then yeah. so let's. So okay, I want to talk about that. But then I also want to talk about like the whole the fact that we basically have like the lingering Bellamy and like his thing. And so yeah. like there's like the little triangle starting again that mm-hmm. we're gonna have because Bellamy's gonna be there to save her, but Lex is gonna have her. Bellamy. He's right? always part of the triangle. Always, I don't think like, he ever left the triangle. He's always to be the honest. lone side of the triangle. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. okay, so there was three moments, right? So the first one is when. Um, Actually, and I wanted to mention this. I know we talked about this off camera. For a second. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, so, I'm just reading the chat. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so Nyla, uh, who yeah. is the character from the last episode, who gets beat up in this one. What? Uh, yeah, she got really, really beat up. By the yes. way, so many of the names in this episode they remind me of names from Magic, like Magic the Gathering characters, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. I, I play so much Magic. And like <laughs> Nylea is a character from Magic, so I, so I keep finding. Them. Anyway, never mind. Um, <laughs> hey, so hey, hey. someone's nerd is showing. Yes. <laughs> so, so Nyla. So I was thinking this show is so oh like full of like the strong female character archetype, right? Like, it's yeah. a thing that's very trendy right now. It's, like, in a lot of shows. This show does it way, way more than others, though. I yeah. mean, the whole show mm-hmm. is driven by women. Like, that they, great. They are their front and center. Like, they really drive the show. They do yeah. a great job of it. Um, because of that, I think, and because they push the boundaries, when Nyla's getting beaten up by a man in the show, it doesn't actually feel as, like, brutal and out of place as it does on most television. Yeah, I, to, I, to me, it, it's, yeah. she seemed like, because you have this notion of women in the show where they all seem to be able to take care of themselves, mm-hmm. and in the end, she just gets up after getting the sh- the snot. Yeah, there you go. Do we, do we yeah. swear on the show? I, I mean, you already did it twice, so I think we're, I think we're out of that ballpark. I can't remember anymore. We're already, um, uh, already explicit. Yeah, snot. <laughs> so she gets the snot beat out of her and, and then gets up, and like you're just kind of like... This is the nature of this world, but like yeah. women in this world are are king or queen. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you guys get that feeling? It's an interesting observation. I just yeah. found myself feeling yeah. that we're watching this no, episode. And I'm glad that you brought it up because the fact that if we were watching any other show, especially on the CW, like anything else or or something, we would watch the scene and everyone would be like kind of uncomfortable and kind of looking around and looking at their phone and yeah. stuff. Because it's it's hard to watch yeah. some big dude just beating up on this tiny person, but because the, the hundred and the grounder um, world and, and style is very 
kill or be killed like it was mentioned in the episode today yeah. it's just kind of it's kind of normal to us yeah, right. yeah. I so. mean that's what we were talking about before we started the show tonight is that it's almost the same as watching it as if it were two male characters I mean it just feels the same right yeah completely what do we got in the chat? Somebody have things to say? What? Yeah. Nyla, like Nyla is Murphy's sister in real life. Yeah. Oh, Christine in Baker. real life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was, I was like, like, what? <laughs> That's Her awesome. Ball. Oh, you know what? I can see it now in the face. Yeah. A little bit. Interesting. A little bit. Didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, who said that? Uh, Christine Baker said yes. that. You're awesome. And they're both Canadian. Yeah. Right. Are they? I believe Richard Harmon is Canadian. Why are you so excited about the Canadians? I don't know. I just like seeing other people doing stuff. Also, I've never been. I want to go. Well, there's like a number of the actors on this show that are that are that are Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. Rice. He plays Harper yeah. as Canadian. I don't yeah. know. I just I get excited for people who are not from the the U.S. that are just doing yeah. stuff. I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah. excited. You know, far, far, far away land of Canada. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is unrelated, but uh, we'll just jump at it just for a second. Um, Ricky Whittle, our good buddy who we mentioned, Lincoln, yeah. booked a show today. He was announced. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, he's the lead on that new show, American, American Gods. Gods, on yep. Stars. It's like yes. a premium cable show, so It's a really good book. You guys should all read it. To Ricky. Is it? Yeah. Yes, Congratulations. a singular book. No, it's a series. Just like kind of like how this one is. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, when I make my four-hour trips back and forth to do, Los do, Angeles do, do, every day, do, 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 I listen do. to audiobooks. And I go through like it's a hundred of them. It's kind, kind of it's really intense. Like pretty much like the hundred, but much older. There's a lot more mythological things happen. It's just it's really good. You, yes. you got to read it. Yeah, I haven't read it, but but I want everybody who's listening or watching to, to get on Twitter and tweet at Ricky and can give him a congratulations from 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 you and from us on the the AfterBuzz TV hundred panel that uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So yeah, hundred percent. Great. Hundred percent. Oh! I'm dead. We've lost the Lucy. Don't lost this son. Mount. Uh, and she's going to miss here. all the talk about Nyko. Um, uh, yes. yes. Wait, wait. Did we just cover everything with the... Oh, no, no. Well, the, the, the Bellamy stuff. That's what I wanted to hit really quickly. And yeah. then I started with Nyla. And I got on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, tangent You, you lose your uh, topic privileges when you yeah. go on tangents. Sorry, guys. So... Get out. So, okay. So Bellamy talks to Nyla. And she's like... Clark was here when I went to sleep. She was gone when I woke up. Right? There's the number one. And you wonder if Bellamy, like, heard this and thought anything of it. I just heard it for a second. I was like, huh, interesting. Wonder if that meant anything. Then, when he sees her, when, when he actually finds Clark, they have that one moment, the eye mm-hmm. contact. It's been a while since they've had any eye contact. Uh, and you're like, oh my god, Bellark, it's a thing. I shipped this. You missed and it in the chat. There was just words of just Bellark just chanting throughout the chat. People love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bellark, Bellark. And then, and then lastly, obviously, when he's like grunting and he's been stabbed in the leg, and he's Sweating like... Sweating profusely. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, we're not gonna lose Clark. <laughs> um, you know, those were all three big Bellark moments, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the second two especially, but the first one a little bit, I thought. I don't think it ever stopped on I really his do. side. Okay. I really don't think it has, even though he might have moved on. I feel like there's a tiny little bit of yeah. Bellark. See, I don't think there. he moved on in any real capacity. Yeah. I think he just did to fill the time because he had to. Right. Is Gina just a foil? Is she, all she has a red herring for us? Is she, that's like, <laughs> yes. A, yeah. That's <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes, absolutely. You never forget your first love, guys. Never well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's actually very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, gotta wait. Yes. They're like this show's Ross and Rachel to some degree, right? Oh, no. Mm, no. 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 We don't no. think so? I no. don't think so. Because I can't put them in the same category. They've never actually been together. Right. Uh, and you have to be like on an on again, off again. Right. Like, I, I feel like... You have to be on a break. Right. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, <laughs> I feel real. like... <laughs> Uh, Clark Ugh. was never really into Bellamy as much, like because she, she was she's always been into like Finn, and then it was Lexa and all that stuff. I yeah. feel like they've always been on even ground, and they've seen each other as colleagues. 
uh, of the highest level. But I've never felt like she was on the love train. Man, there is a lot of back and forth up and happening here. Everyone's like, all for Bellark, and then some people are like, screw Bellark. It's all about Klexa, and I'm like, jeez. I kind of prefer Klexa, to be honest. Uh, hell yes. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lexark? Like yeah, you said, I Lexark. mean, Bellamy and Clark have never been together in any real way, and it's always been him having way more feelings than her. So mm. even yeah. if they got together, it'd be short-lived, and it would be boring. Right. Yeah. He's, yep. a little, he's a little emotional. He's a little bit emotional. <laughs> he's, having, he's going through some stuff. He's a lot more emotional than Clark is. Man, she's like... She's been living in the woods for how long? I know, yeah. but like, can you imagine if they were together, like, the intimacy issues on her side, it would be so well, bad. right now, I think it would have been different if they started from the Maybe. Right. Right. They're just now. kids, Alexis. Okay? Just <laughs> children. I mean... <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I will just I will just, just reserve together. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a couple more topics to uh, cover real quick. Yeah. Yes, because right. we have ten minutes. Ten minutes. Here oh we gosh. go. All right. Uh, real quick. So we had uh, Nyko come into the into the uh, Arcadia, and now we're, we see that Abby and the other doctor and everyone is are now thinking about using Mount Weather as like not necessarily a base, but utilizing the resources there a lot more. Which at the at the time. Uh, it was kind of the the stalemate in the taboo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess now we're gonna have to see it unfold whether the grounders view that as an act of war. How many grounders were let? Or so okay when when they when she killed all the people in Mount Weather Clark yeah. last season mm-hmm. did she kill everyone in Mount Weather No she didn't didn't she she killed yes. every single person Yeah, yeah. they were all everyone. they were at, yeah, on one level and person. she just annihilated all of them. the whole level Yeah. I, yeah. re- I guess I was just, I remember that she had, it was level five, it's, it's I think. It's also been a while, too, yeah, like, since yeah. we saw the, the finale. I, I remembered her, like, like nuking the level, and then and no, the disintegration. Yeah, they had to put everyone there, because there were, you know, yeah. issues on the other ones, and yeah. then she was done so with everybody. So they're just all dead. And they then, are all dead. Did they do something with the bodies? I'm assuming they buried them I think or they buried them, them or, or something. Or they there had, was nothing left. Did I yeah. make out that they had, like, a cremation facility in Mount Weather? Because I feel like they did. I think the, they did. I, I think they did, did to get rid of, oh, yeah. Okay. The Sometimes I people. make things up and I think they're facts. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, dream one time. Yeah, I hear you. I do the same thing. People call them Aaron facts. My... I have friends that made a Really? Hashtag. Yeah, because I'm so convinced of them when I say them. I'll say them to you guys all the time. I'll tell you things, and I'll be like, yeah, Oh, true. my God, I that's like this hashtag. Oh. I'm going to look it it's up. It's not on the internet, because it's in my brain, and I made it up. Interesting. But this one, I think, is real. No, Do- no, I think, you, I think you're, on the, you're on the right track. So, okay, yeah. like, what's... They're like, places aren't evil, people are. That's Nico's line? Nico's I line? love that line immediately because yeah. one I've sadly enough guys even though I love you all I always feel that I always felt that way ever since I was like really young I was so, just like no that's people do we think though like that there was any logic to them not just like actually maintaining Mount Weather as a place because why on earth wouldn't they it's the, because it was part of the truce, because of the fact that there was just so much death surrounding it, why be a part of it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Lincoln had stated that if they started moving into Mount Weather, they the grounders would view it as them essentially trying to take Mount Weather as uh, or take over the whole uh, operation that Mount got it. Okay. Started, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't know him well enough. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes more sense. And just even in this situation, like when they're using the medical facility, they're using blood that was taken in obviously a really terrible way so yeah, there's just right. a lot of bad there's just yeah there's a lot of bad juju going, going on in there gotcha, and gotcha, I just gotcha. feel like it's just kind of like the unclean can't mm-hmm. touch it kind of thing yeah. you know so yeah I, I think it's kind of weird how like uh, Abby and the other doctor which I'm blanking on his name right now Jackson? if he even had one Jack yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. you know 
Yep. Anyway, so, like... Doctor Who? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and it was kind of crazy how he was pushing so hard to, to, to be the opposite of what Abby believed in just because he was, like, super upset that she was being both Chancellor and Doctor. I didn't really understand that. Everyone I mean, you can... seems to be upset about her double position right now. She was getting a lot of flack from a lot of people in this episode. Well, and Jasper had the best line in the whole episode when he said to her, she's like, your friend Finn took that to the grave with him or whatever she said. And he's like, yeah, your daughter killed him too. Real good yeah. line. Yeah. Real that's good stuff. line. Was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was well, great. That's, what, that's the thing is I don't understand. I mean, I understand why Abby's getting all this hate, but I feel like she is just one person. So I feel like either she needs to be a chancellor, or she needs to be a doctor, or find someone to take one of these places. And um, I think I think Kane can do a pretty good job. At I being like Kane. Chancellor. I like yeah. Kane as chancellor. I think we should. We he. Should, I mean, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That would be a nice, uh, um, not end to it, but I feel like that would be a good uh, prediction to have is for Kane yeah. to start taking over so she can become it's a doctor. It's yeah. still very difficult if I ever focus on Kane too hard to not just think of him as Desmond from Lost. It's, it's hard. Yeah. 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 You, like, yeah. You just want him to just say something like, not today, brother. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it. That's all you keep hearing. It's going to break out one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jasper, since we mentioned him, uh, he had a breakthrough this episode. Yes, finally. Uh, which I thought was great, and also, but did you guys feel it, like it was too fast? Yes. Nope. Oh, no? Oh! oh. No. Disagreement! <laughs> totally. Ooh. You go ahead. I don't think it was too fast. Why do you think it... Why? Well, because he acted like a like a, uh, an yeah, idiot yeah. last episode, and was really obnoxious, mm-hmm. and was just, like, grieving or whatever, and, like, I just... I don't like when it's when it's clear that you're supposed to feel a certain way because a character's acting a certain way. Like, it's very manipulative on the writer's part, like, yeah. to make him so drastic last episode and then have him break so conveniently this episode. Because it's like, if he continued to act the way that he's acting last episode, then they were setting him up to get killed. So then with him acting normal this episode, that means he's going to just be a normal character. No, there's going to be no consequence to the actions. I, I differ on this discussion. I think that because he had his breakthrough so early, he still... Doesn't he? He can actually have some sort of peace, but it's not going to be to the point of like I want to live. It's more like I'm going to do something really crazy, and then I can die because I finally found peace right. with what has happened. Yeah, I'm totally on board with you, and I think that it was contingent upon him going to Mount Weather to have this big breakthrough. But I don't think by any means he's just going to be complacent and be part no. of assimilate himself at all. It's still going to take him some time to finally get back to the Jasper we kind of loved at one point. Right. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like he's still going to be just obnoxious to a point mm-hmm. um, and it's it's still going to be trouble. It's, he's just a little bit more easy to take care of now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I I'd know. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we talk just a little bit about Monty and his mother and, and yes. that whole situation? Oh my god. Yes. I would love to talk about that. Yes. Um, what would you like to say about it? <laughs> I would like to... Uh, I... Well, first of all, from the very moment uh, that uh, Pike spoke uh, when he had Bellamy in the car, I was like... Yeah, it's Farm Station. Yeah, because um, they were talking in, like, military talk, and I was like, yeah. that doesn't sound like Grounders. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I like that they super-duper don't trust Grounders, um, because we've been on this big journey with these characters, yeah. and it's taken so much to get a, a truce. Like, it took a whole group of people dying for a truce to happen, and it's still such a thin truce. And then it reminds you that everywhere outside of this small little community, uh, everyone still hates each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. It's yeah. also, and it's it's a really interesting way for them to use the show to once again deal with a social issue, which is racism, and and that's 
you know, they've dealt with drug use. They've, they've done a lot of things in the show that are really mm-hmm. interesting. And, and this sets up a really interesting opportunity to deal with, to deal with racism because you now have, you now have like smart, educated people that have gone on this journey together that have educated opinions about each other, tribes, races, whatever we would refer to them in the show as. Mm-hmm. And an ignorant character who is supposed to be on your side who's saying something like, doesn't matter. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. Essentially, right. the color of their skin. They're all the same. Right. Is like yeah. what the metaphor would yeah, be. Yeah. So, I think it's a good opportunity to address it in the show, and I like that. Yeah. At first, I was kind of like, "Wow, this was really quick for me," but I forgot how long they've been there yeah. since the crash, and I was like, "Okay, that makes more sense." Because at first, I was kind of like, "Wow, we just jumped on that bandwagon real quick about you know hating grounders." Like, you guys haven't really been here that long, and I was like, "No, wait, I forgot that that crash." Yeah, happened. since like, we haven't seen them in so long, and actually, we thought they were dead the entire time. I definitely, right. thought I definitely, I thought, I never thought that those characters were going to make some kind of resurgence. Yeah, yeah, at all. I agree. Um. But we forget how much time went by because we've just never followed their story. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. I thought that the use of uh, telling how Monty's father died was a good way to kind of catch us up on their story as well. Yes. Definitely. And yeah. it explains a lot why they have this hatred towards the Grounders more than just their ignorance of them. That, you know, something actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are running a bit short on time. <laughs> Yes, Aww. yes, we are. I rambled a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I had a game I wanted to play. Did we have anything else on the show that we wanted to cover quickly before we? No, uh, no, we covered all. No, yeah. all we good? Did we talk good. enough? Did yeah. we talk enough about Bellamy and like his uh, getting stabbed and and, all, and that whole bit? Yeah, we're doing. We, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that yeah. when we were talking about Clark and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. his like I need Clark mode. Well, yeah, I know we did. The, I know we did the impression yeah. of him. I just meant like <laughs> we didn't have a decision to like a lot dress of up and go with after. Teeth closed. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what was the game? The game I want to play is this. So uh, we've all established this show is full of badasses, right? We did this all last season. Like, yes. And I think we've all had different opinions of like who the most badass character on the show is. Yes. So I, I would like every single week at the end of the episode for us to sound off who holds the championship belt for you of the most badass character on the 100. Because I think I think it would be a fun game for our fans to play too because yeah. it's like everybody can like someone different. You even have this new guy, Prince Rowan, who's a total badass. Yeah. Clark is such a savage. I mean, you have Octavia who's super cool all the time. Uh, so there's a, I think there's a good range of characters. Yes. So I'd love to know everybody. We, we could even, I think we'll stick with one today. Yeah. But our, for our fans, what, what hashtag should we use? Tweet in like ABTV top three and it'll be your th- three most badass characters on the show. Sure. And it rhymes. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. ABTV top three. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag ABTV top three. And that'll be who are the three most badass hundred characters for you. You can even rank them. But let's do one each. All right. Who's yeah. your most badass character? Um, I always got to go with Indra. She's my top. Dang, so. That was mine. You guys both go Indra? Yeah. 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 I, I love Adina Porter, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's amazing. I love her yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Wow. So all three of you? I mean, she's a total Stone Cold Savage. I think she's amazing. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I still have to say that, like... I think my favorite is is Clark right now. She's 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 my number one. I just I just believe she's the god of death. Yeah. You know? All right. To nice. commander of death. All right. Yeah, yeah. And tell us what you think in the comments below and also on Twitter. Hashtag, Use the hashtag. #ABTV top three. <laughs> Boom. Nice. Uh, so we got to do a quick round of predictions and then we're out this V. And now you're after Buzz TV. Let's go. Uh, okay, Aaron, we'll start with you. Yes, please. I, okay, I'm, there's oh, so wow. many storylines going on right now that it's hard for me to narrow it down to just one, but I think, as much as I don't want it to happen, that Clark actually somehow is going to come around and end up working with the commander. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, she, I totally Yeah, think I can will. jump on that, for yeah. sure. Good. Um, I think that Lincoln is going to get himself in a lot of trouble for making the decision to move back into 
Mount Weather and like making the selfish decision to uh, to use the you know the blood and everything and do the thing that like he said he wasn't going to do basically, but he's like my friend, he's my friend. Yeah, I think it's going to come back to bite him, and I think he's going to either get hurt or die at some point in the season as a result of being foolish. If he dies, I'm going to cry on the show. I mean, some people were talking about it in the chat earlier. They're like, I wonder if Lincoln's going to pass. I will come in here and I will cry. It would make sense with with him being cast in a new show. In a new show. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think we might be able. I think we might be able to get him back in studio this season. Hopefully, I'm so excited. We're going to try. So, Um, my prediction is, um, yeah, I also agree that I think Clark and Lex are going to work together again, and it's going to be awkward and maybe romantic. We haven't decided yet. Um, I I don't. I believe. uh, I don't know what's going on with the with the the Murphy Jaha thing, but I feel like I don't know what's it's killing me inside because I feel like there's something else going on underneath the skin. I don't think that this whole like escape on the boat and leaving kind of thing was just it. Like with Allie saying like, "Oh, you know, you don't die in this world." I just feel like she has more planned, yeah, and I don't right. think that this totally whole agree. escape was uh, clean. Is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. continue. Um, I'll jump off of that uh, and say that I think that the City of Light is a um, it is sustained by people going into stasis pods so I think at some point we're going to find a bunch of stasis pods underneath the mansion Uh, and I think that uh, Jaha is trying to lure people back so that they can that's why they're collecting technology so that they can build these pods for people to to stay in the city of light without their bodies dying Matrix, though. Super matrixy. I love that. Very much. I like anything with pods, like people in pods. I have no idea why that's like my (laughs) (laughs) job. Hashtag Aaron loves pods. Nice. I like Um, that. Cool. So if there's nothing else, we'll wrap this baby up. Yay! Thank you for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV. (laughs) Brought it back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't done so, remember to like, subscribe, Go on that iTunes, leave us a little comment, tell us what you love about this show and love about The 100. Uh, remember, we're also on SoundCloud and here on YouTube as well. So make sure to keep coming back every week. Same grounder time, same grounder time. Oh, what is happening? It's my worst nightmare. Sorry, one more time. Where can the folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Alexis Torres. You can find me where all Alexis Torres are sold at A Torres 890. Ben Bateman. You guys can find me at Ben Bateman Media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm sorry if I rambled too much tonight. I'll, I'll try to keep it in next time a little bit better, guys. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Aaron Lee. You can find me on the interweb and Instagram at Always Eat Your Cake and on Twitter and Snapchat at Love Aaron Lane. The cake is alive. Thank you for joining us. Bye, guys. See you next week. Get it. 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 Get to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's been so long. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Views expressed herein are those of the host only, not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.